God is going to speak to you today. He's going to guide you and make some things clear to you. The only question is, will you appreciate what's happening or just assume it's due to your own intelligence? Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. So in the first half of verse 15, Paul says, all of us who are mature should take the same attitude that, that I've laid out about understanding our own imperfection and running all the harder. Mature people should be running the hardest of everybody because they understand their own immaturity the most. That's the first half of the verse 15. But look what he says in the second half. It's really interesting here. He says, and if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. He's not talking about the points that he's made clear so far. He's talking about some other point. If you think differently on some other point, something I haven't clarified. And the reason I know that it's something different is because of that word too. Or also, look at verse 15. He says, and if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. God will reveal that also. In addition to what he just revealed through what I've written here in chapter 3, Paul says, in addition to that, God will also reveal to you whatever truth you need for some other point where you think differently. On some other issue that I haven't addressed yet, you guys are arguing and you're not, you're not on the same page and you're disagreeing with each other, that God will clarify also. Has God clarified, made all their differences clear? If that's true, why are there still differences in the church? Here's the thing we need to understand. God will reveal, that's the word here, he says, God will reveal it to you. But just because God reveals something doesn't mean everybody gets it. Uh, just look at the Bible, right? Lots of stuff is revealed in there, not everybody's getting it. Uh, God reveals all kinds of things that people don't get. Spiritually immature people, um, especially, don't get what God has revealed. They, they get confused on a whole host of doctrines for a whole host of reasons. Maybe they're, maybe they're confused because they're not seeking hard after the truth. They're not seeking it like hidden treasure. Or maybe they're confused because they've got sin in their lives. And it's clouding their understanding. You know, sin does that. It, it darkens your eyes and it clouds your understanding. So you can't, you can't really receive the truth. All kinds of different things that can keep somebody from understanding something that God has revealed, especially when we're immature spiritually. But remember, Paul's not talking to the immature here. He's talking to the mature. And he, and he starts the sentence by saying, all of us who are mature. And so if you're spiritually mature, you will adopt Paul's attitude about your own imperfection. That'll make you humble. And then and you'll be striving for godliness. You'll be running hard. And you'll be deeply humble, which will make you teachable. And then when God reveals, he opens your eyes to see the truth. You're going to be able to get it. And if the other guy that you're disagreeing with is also running hard and is also humble, God will open his eyes too. And you'll find in situations like that, over time, you're going to find more and more harmony and agreement on doctrine. That's the promise. That's what God will bring about. The more we adopt the attitude that Paul's laid out in this chapter about our own imperfection, the more we'll find that God will give us greater and greater clarity on the points where we differ as a congregation. And we'll, we'll just keep moving towards more and more unity. So don't look at verse 15 and, and, and take it to say, oh, if you disagree on doctrine, ah, don't worry about that. You know, God, will, God will straighten that out sooner or later. You don't need to give any attention to it. Paul's not taking a nonchalant attitude about doctrinal differences. 
that's, that's not a small issue, it's a big issue. If you, if you and I disagree on doctrine, um, either you're wrong, or I'm wrong, or we're both wrong. Right? I mean, we can't both be right if we're disagreeing. And so somebody's wrong. And, and if the truth that's revealed in God's Word is really life-giving sustenance from Christ, then I don't want to be wrong about something in there. Because if you take a verse in the Bible and you interpret it incorrectly, it's not the Bible. Do you understand that? The thought that you have in your mind is not Scripture. If it's a misinterpretation, it's not the Bible, which means it's not God's Word, which means it's not going to give you spiritual life. It's not going to nourish you. It's not going to give light to your eyes and restore your soul and make you a tree planted by streams of water that flourishes. If Scripture misinterpreted is not Scripture and therefore has no power, none. That's why I spend as much time as I can studying for these sermons. I mean, a lot of times people are telling me, uh, you've got to find time, to, you've got to cut back on the study time. You've got to address other stuff, which I wish I could spend more time with people, and I wish I could spend more time doing other things and everything, but I can't cut back my study time because, because if I'm studying a passage and I get it wrong, and then I preach it, I'm, I might be able to come up with an interesting sermon and, you know, it might seem fine to you, but it's not going to bring about spiritual life and health in the congregation. Because it's not going to be God's Word. It'd be like feeding your children plastic fruit. It looks real, uh, but you, you can't survive on it. And so getting our doctrine right is not a matter of indifference. It's not a small thing. That's, Paul's not lowering that down to some small level. If we have disagreements, we need to rectify that. We need to debate that. Um, 1 Corinthians 11.19 says, there, there, there have to be differences among you to show which of you has God's approval. Some people don't have... If somebody's wrong and somebody's right, the one who's wrong doesn't have God's approval on that point. And, and, and so we need to debate it, figure out who's Who's wrong? 1 Corinthians eleven nineteen. So, so it's not that doctrine is, is, doesn't matter. The point here is that, that when we're in the process of resolving our differences, in the meantime, instead of getting upset with each other, let's just trust God that He'll reveal the truth. Over time, He'll reveal the truth. And so he says, that too, God will make clear. Paul has confidence in God that he's actually capable of teaching his people. Right? Do you believe that? Do you believe God's capable of that? And willing to do that? I mean, that sounds basic. But how, how often do we lose sight of that? We do. We, we, we think, man, if somebody doesn't get it right now, he's hopeless. He's, I mean, I explained it to him. He didn't get it. Hopeless. Hopeless. Some people think they need to break fellowship over every doctrinal difference. They talk it over, they still don't agree. Okay, I get, you know, pastor believes that, I'm leaving the church. I cannot worship God in the same room with someone who believes differently than me on that point. And, so, and then people like that, they end up going from church to church to church to church, and they keep going all over the place, and they, 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 they never last anywhere because they always get so distressed whenever there's a doctrinal difference. And many times it's because they just don't realize that every saint including the pastor, every saint, is a work in progress, and, and they just don't trust God to finish that work, to reveal truth to his people. So they think, if, I, if, you, if you don't get it after I've explained it to you, then you'll never get it. And so Paul is, is showing those people by example, those kind of people, he's showing them by example how to be patient with people. And, and he know, he, he, Paul knows this church struggles with disunity. 
And so he's, he's showing them, this is how you handle points of difference among mature believers. Trust God to reveal truth. Paul promised that God will make things clear to the mature. How many times has he fulfilled that promise in your life? We give a lot of attention to the things that are still unclear, but has it ever occurred to you that all the things that are clear in your mind now got that way through a direct gift of God? We naturally think that when we understand something, it's because of our own intelligence. But no matter how intelligent you are, you'll understand nothing that God doesn't open your eyes to. Just look at how some of the most educated people in the world don't have the slightest comprehension of spiritual truth. Each time you know the right thing to do, every time you're able to discern the righteous path, that's God fulfilling this promise. Try to pay attention to that today, and each time it happens, realize you are having a direct experience of God's presence and favor, and respond to Him with gratitude. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of Philippians, 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.